Hello, welcome to the Box to Box podcast. Here we'll be covering football from one end to the other. I'm Luke, and today I'm in the company of Tom and George. Sadly, our final member Dan couldn't join us today. Sorry, Dan. We thought we would discuss the Premier League table, and we're going to be giving all 20 teams a rating based on the expectations they had this season, whether they had fulfilled them, not fulfilled them, or exceeded them. Well, uh, we'll do it alphabetically. Okay. Because, yep. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Let's go from there. Sorry, Luke, but that's what that's just not a problem. So the first club is uh, AFC Bournemouth. I, if I, if you don't mind me starting, go ahead. I'm giving Bournemouth a big fat F, a definitive F, purely off the base of you know it just seems every season they've been in the Prem, it's just been this slow decline down the table, very non-progressive football. Hints of hints of good players, but nothing really linking up. Nothing in cup competitions, and it's just shown in this season that the problem they've had when not reinvesting has led to just really bad form. Solanke, bloody, you know, could put a donkey up front. I might get some more competency, some more, you know, actual communication as well. He just seems so lost. Bless him, genuinely. Um, the rest of the team's not really showing up. Again, just like this few, few flashes of decency, like Joshua King, Callum Wilson, but ultimately, again this season, just just shit. It is. Um, my, Eddie Howe might need to go, possibly. Are we agreeing that uh, yeah. the F grade is the, the worst? Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Okay, all right. Definitely the F know, grade. I know you're both used to U grades and whatnot, but <laughs> the F is the lowest. Um, in this case, I would have to agree, and F is definitely the way to go. Eddie Howe is, I rate him highly as a manager. Um, I think recruitment has been poor. Liverpool have managed to con them from like 30, 40 million pounds in just Jordan Ibe and Dominic Solanke alone. Um, Ibe's just been released, I believe, and Solanke hasn't offered much himself. Um, Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Uh, I thought he's better than Ryan Sterling. They're a good good footballing side, aren't they? Uh, But they're just lack lack of investment or just a poor um, sense of investment in terms of what they're buying. Nathan Ake is probably their standout signing in recent times mm. and they just they haven't built a squad capable of sending the league yeah you, no, with the really. exception of probably Wolves um, with the exception of Wolves you kind of when you come from the championship you set out like a three year plan don't you and in that three years it's just about stabilising yourself in the Premier League yeah um, and Bournemouth did that for a little while but they've just they've slow declined um They've, in fairness, they've had issues with injuries. I know David Brooks was injured for a bit. Um, mm. One of us, sort of a key player for them. But well, I mean, I, I mean, I'd agree. I'd agree with the F. I really don't think they have been performing at a uh, Premier League level as such for being such a uh, for being in the league for for a long time, like they have been, or you know, barely scraping out of the relegation zone anyway. Um, but uh, I'm looking at the table at the moment and they still do have quite a good chance of slipping out of it because it is quite tight at the moment. Um, but their fixtures list is uh, not looking too great for them. Um, but uh, no, I pretty much agree with everything that you said, really. Their recruitment hasn't been brilliant with the likes of Solanke and Ibe, which seem like... They seem like such risky signings, really, um, for a team that is barely in the Premier League. So, Ooh. yeah, no, I, I agree with the uh, with the F rating on that one. Yeah. Okay, uh, moving swiftly on. I believe it's Arsenal next, isn't it? It is. Uh, yes, it is. Okay, Luke, you start Arsenal fan. What are you saying? <laughs> um, I think... It's been, our, it's been our worst season in, I think, 20-something years. Uh, and yet, we still find ourselves in a semi-final at Wembley in the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. We're still above our rivals, Tottenham. So, I think it would be unfair to give it an F because it's not okay. been a complete failure. We've, we've unearthed some gems. We've found some good youth players in our, in our team. We're close, Saka, Martinelli, Joe Willock, Eddie Nketiah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we haven't completely failed, have we? <laughs> Let's be honest. We've had some no, awful yeah. moments. Um, yeah. We've got rid of Unai Emery, which 
ultimately it's not purely a manager's fault for the decline that Arsenal have had over years, but he didn't help. And uh, Mikel Arteta currently looks like he's somewhat steadying the ship. Um, obviously, most recently, 2-0 win at the Molyneux, which isn't easy. Yeah, great result. I'm sure Man City know that more than anyone. Um, so I think I'll give it an E. <laughs> An E, uh, okay. An, an E. e. It's, not a, it's not a. I didn't realise it was on the scale. Well, A, B, C. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's harsh from an Arsenal fan. Yeah. Arsenal fan point of view, I would I would have given them, I would have given them a D, really, considering from where they came from to where they are now. I mean, it's not, obviously it's not perfect, and you know there have been a couple of games where you look back at them and think, what the f- were they doing? But um. But no, as you said, they've reached a semi-final in the FA Cup in their, one of their supposedly you know worst seasons to record or whatever it was. Um, and you've got some very promising young stars coming through the ranks as well. Um, mm. So, yeah, I mean, and you're above Tottenham. So that, that's totally worth the grade. Yeah, I would say altogether... I would give Arsenal uh, a D plus optimistic C minus. And most of that comes with the fact that there is so much promise with this team. Sounds uh, like a maths grade. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds familiar to George. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But um, I feel like with this squad, you're, you're finally trying to work out who deserves to play and who doesn't. Who really wants to be there, who doesn't and who your best players are. And that's something you've, you've almost lost. Even if you're playing better, you, you kind of lost that over the past two years. Like, who has this bad attitude that is stinking up this team? And I think you've kind of worked it out a little bit. You know, you, by, by working it out, you are sacrificing these results. Cite your position, even though you're, you're even still pushing for, for a Champions League, which is a bit mad, all things considered. And you have possibly the best youth core I wouldn't say in, I could say in the world. I personally think you I think do. The world's a bit strong, at least in the league. But I'm I'm looking at players like Saka and Ketia. I think um, it's it seems like a pretty close um, sort of rivalry with Chelsea in terms of youth mm-hmm. players that have actually made it into the first team. Because you could easily argue City and Liverpool have great players, but just because the standards yeah. are so high within those teams, the likes of Phil Foden at City, Harvey Elliott or Curtis mm-hmm. Jones at Liverpool, they've just struggled to get game time because you're just you're aiming at a higher level than we are. Yeah. With, with, with your youth, I think, Luke, you have a lot to look forward to. I think there's so much promise there. I mean, even if we're looking lower, you've got Aziz coming through. I don't know if either you know of him, but I watched a little bit of him. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a few highlights. Not sound, you know, weird, but he's gorgeous on the ball. Like, at that age, he's great. And oh, yeah, that um, doesn't sound weird at all, mate. <laughs> there's, there's that Balogun. Bal- Bal- I can't say he's going to be leaving from the sounds of things. Okay, swiftly moving on then. Uh, we've got <laughs> Aston Villa, I think. Aston Villa? Oh dear, Aston Villa. Villa? Yeah. Um, I, I, if I can begin, I would say... Oh, um, I would say D-. minus. I wouldn't give them an F. It's generous. I, think, I, don't know, I don't really know what their expectations were. Again, it's that, it's that kind of, you know, the signings weren't good enough. Mings, Mings was a good investment, expensive, but he's, he's proved to, to be, you know, captaincy level player for, for Aston Villa. Uh, you know, a starting centre back. It's his first year as a starting centre back, like completely, which is, uh, I don't know how he's been in the league. He's impressive. So, you know, there's that, those spots of, you know, really good players. Overall, no striker. No. I mean, they've, obviously Wesley's injured, but to be honest with you, he wasn't playing that great before anyway they they signed Samata who was a good signing came in and scored injured they just lacked that attacker and sadly it's let them down this year and let Jack Grealish down as well uh, so yeah what do, you, what do you think uh, do you agree do you disagree uh, if you say I'm too generous um, am, I, am I allowed to carry on with my E grade is that is that permitted oh, I mean you're pushing the boundaries a bit of this podcast but you know it's, 
So what, for the benefit of this, I'll just... For some reason, we're cutting out the one grade between D and F. Sorry, fellas, but we're not allowed to use E. We can go A, B, C, D, E, F. Sorry, Luke, you're not allowed to use E. <laughs> um, so I think... Because didn't Villa, they spent over £100 million. They spent a hundred. They spent a hundred and twelve million pounds. You've got um, Matt Target, Douglas Louise, Tom Heaton, Tyron Mings, Wesley. So when you're that on paper, realistically, the only good investments there were Tyron Mings, although I think they overpaid for him, um, and Tom yeah. Heaton. And Matt Target's like he's a developing player. Uh, he, yeah. I don't think he's done a lot wrong this season. Um, you have to sort of. Show a bit of empathy for the Villa because they had a lot of injuries. John McGinn, mm. Wesley, been two standout ones, um, two crucial players in that team. Um, I think it's, it's quite sad to say, but the standout thing for, Sir that, for, for Villa this season, sorry, is that they've put Gru on the spotlight for some money. <laughs> it's quite likely that he'll probably go. Um, so they're going to be making some money yeah. whether in the Championship next season or they manage to survive. I get that. Well, I, I don't. I don't think they will sell him, mind you. I think, oh, obviously, like every club, they're not going to want to lose their best players. They're going to want to be selfish about it. But for his career's sake, I, I think he should be moving forwards. And as much as it pains me to say it, he does kind of look like a Man United man. Yeah. Which is which is heartbreaking. It's quite, it's quite hard to put him in a team, though, Jack Grealish, because... You say Manchester United, they've got Bruno Fernandes, who, let's be honest, is probably a bit better than Grealish. He is further along in his development. Um, City might look at him. They might decide Phil Foden's not quite ready to replace David Silva. I think I'd like to see him at Arsenal. I think he'd suit the Arsenal attack um, quite well. I think he'd complement Saka brilliantly. Again, it's just what, he, the lack, what he's lacking at Villa is those players around him. I mean, I think Trezeguet and uh, El Ghazi are good players. They're just not the calibre at the same level that Grealish is. And if Grealish had those wingers and that attacker in front of him, you're looking at a decent strike force. And I think it might be the missing piece right now for Arsenal. Yeah, that's, uh, that's fair to say. I think he'll, he'll be picked up by someone. I mean, if you look at it, even Everton, and yeah, I say I that, say that. that sounds yeah. quite harsh when I say it like that, but even Everton are currently a step up for Villa. Yeah. Well, I mean, Everton, yeah, Everton are... Ancelotti, there's not many players who don't want to work under Carlo Ancelotti. No, it'd be a great move for him. They are actually an established Premier League team as well. Yeah. And unlike Villa, who aren't right now. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see where he goes, really. Mm. Right, let's, uh, let's move on to the next team. Who's next? Brighton. Oh, um, 15th place, 15th place, oh, Brighton. Um, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be boring. I'm going to give them a C because I think they invested well. Uh, I don't know though. I just feel like they've been, they've just been there this season, kind of coasting. They've just been around. They, they've, you know, <laughs> sound, you know, really like Michael Owen. They've won some games. They've lost some games, <laughs> and they're mid-table. Like there's so much to it, really. Yeah, but that's all they ever do, really, isn't it? Brighton. They just, <laughs> they're always, they're always there, but you never really notice them until they beat Arsenal. But that's about it, really. I um, Ouch. I like Twice Neil Moore. I think Neil Morpay is a player to build around. I think Jack and Bash is a good player. Um, and I, that's his name, isn't it? It was Jack and Bash. But... Oh, sorry, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> um, respect on his name. To be fair, the big thing with Bright right now is um, is Ben White, and that's there's although that doesn't anything to do with this season. The player they don't actually next have season. playing for them. So, George, are you are you um, aware of Ben Ben White? Um, I don't uh, follow the Brighton ways, um, so no, unfortunately not. So basically, he is currently out on loan from Brighton. He plays for Leeds, and he's been starting for Leeds all season, and he has stood out very massively to the point where right now he is currently linked with Liverpool and Man City. And no word of lie, I think he is a player very much capable of playing for us, hopefully. I, I would love that, but is an example of what 
Brighton were missing this season is someone like Ben White, which is ridiculous considering they set him out online. But those that that type of caliber that they could probably bring in for next season, if they're lucky that he doesn't get snapped up, would be big for them. They just kind of need they, again. It's just one of those teams that need those few added pieces, but those few little bits just to kind of slowly progress the team a bit and probably not turn, hopefully not turn into a Bournemouth. Hopefully, well, I mean to be fair, they've actually. They haven't actually. I mean, I'm looking back through some results of for um, the Seagulls, um, <laughs> and they've they've you know, they've actually held themselves up pretty well actually against some of the big teams. Obviously, they've beaten Arsenal twice. Sorry for the drive by again, Luke. Um, <laughs> but um, you know they've they've drawn twice as well. I think with Wolves this season, they've beat. Uh, did they beat Tottenham? I can't remember. Probably. <laughs> Probably did. But, you know, they've, they've drawn with Chelsea. Um, uh, they've drawn with Leicester as well. Uh, they haven't been so lucky against United. But, you know, they've been picking up points where they probably shouldn't be picking up points. So, mm-hmm. I, think, I think a C is probably justified. Yeah. Uh, Luke, do you have anything to add before we move on? Uh, I think for my rating, I'm actually going to be a bit more generous and I'm going to give them a B. Yeah, you know what? It is uh, kind I of think in terms of Brighton's it. ambitions at the minute, it's to stay in the Premier League. Um, with mm-hmm. that, they took the sacrifice of second Hewton. Is that how you say his name? Chris Hewton, uh, yeah. Chris Hewton, yeah. Who, who did the service of keeping the league. And let's be honest, that's all that Brighton's job was. Um, Graham Potter came in, obviously, from Ostersons. Actually, no, sorry, from Swansea. as Ostersons before him, wasn't he? Um, yeah. And he's just... He's kept them up. He's kept them up. Fair enough to him. Uh, I don't. I think it was a bit tighter than maybe Hewton would have done it. Uh, but with that, he's and to the style of play. That's just a bit more beautiful to watch. Really, it's just for the Brighton fans. It's something yeah. more attractive to see week in week out whilst achieving their goals. Mm-hmm. So it's a B from me, Jeff. Okay, I like that. Okay, next uh, next club. Moving on. The next club is Burnley FC. Ah. Oh. I'm going to give Burnley a B. A B for Burnley. What I like about Burnley is that they stick to their game plan, no matter what the weather, the the, the form. You know, you know, it's just uh, it's impressive that they can just stick to what Sean Dice believes in, um, and it's allowed players like you know Nick Pope, Tarkowski, Ben Mee, all to pick up their form again, bounce back from last season when they nearly went down. Um, Get goals out of you know Vidra Wood, um, what's his name? Uh, bloody someone named their strikers. They've all been good. Ashley Barnes, Chris Wood, yeah, that's the oh, big Barnes, Chris big Wood. They've all been, you know, I mean they've been so good that Jeff Hendrick has secured his move to Milan, which has been uh, a bit random to go through. But that's so that's, that's bizarre. Crazy. I think it works out though. But you know, I give them a B because they was. You know, they were nearly relegated last season, come back, top half of the table, pushing for Europe almost. Um, yeah, they've done well. They've done well. Mm. They've stuck I, to what I they believe I, in. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree with that. I'd, I think I'd give them a B. The, they're three points off Arsenal in seventh. Um, definitely pushing for Europe. And yeah, as you said, they almost got relegated last season and they've come back up to the top half of the table. So, yeah. I think a B is well justified. What do you think, Luke? I would say the exact same thing. I think a B is a very fair grade. Um, Daesh has stuck to philosophy. That's not exactly. It's not exactly pretty, is it? Um, it's very gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of very stubborn. Um, all about physicality and just getting the ball as far up the field as they can, try and score. Um, and probably the one thing I'd add on what you guys have said is uh, the development of Dwight McNeil. Yeah. Impre- impress. So uh, yeah, B grade is very fair. I like Dwight McNeil. He's a good player. Very good player. Right, who's next? The next club is Chelsea Football Club. Oh, um, I'm going to give Chelsea. I'm going to give Chelsea a B plus. Hang on, just a clarification. What is the top mark? A star. A star. A star. A, a plus. A plus. Right. Uh, yeah, I'll give, Chelsea, I'll give Chelsea a B plus. Um, I think I my expectation for Chelsea this season is quite low without the window. 
Um, but he success, Lampard successfully integrated his youth players, as Luke mentioned previously. Mm. They're all becoming England internationals this season, which is a bit mental. Um, you know, Tammy Abraham, 13 goals in the Prem this season. Very underrated for the fact it's his first season in the Prem. That's almost gone, you know, overlooked, which, which I believe, because that is a big feat for a new striker in the Prem. You don't see that a lot. I mean, you look at like Wesley and Joel Linton, how much they've struggled in their first season. Not mm. not comparing, but, you know, same, same role, not doing, you know, the same, um, you know, the same output. So, yeah. I would say Chelsea's a B plus. Done well in the Champions League as well. Maybe maybe I'm being harsh. Maybe A minus. Maybe an A minus as well to think about. But what do you think? Like uh, I would have to give them an A. Uh, an A star would be like overly exceptional, exceed the ex- like the highest standards that Chelsea already have, which would probably be like what winning the league. Mm-hmm. Um, or finishing close to the Premier League holders, but he's come in. Um, I remember saying to George before the season even started that I thought Lampard was out of his depth with what he was going into. Mm-hmm. He had like, what, one it. season at Derby, one season in the Championship. This is a whole different yeah. level. Um, as you say, he's got youth players as England internationals. He's pretty much guaranteed, well, not exactly guaranteed, but it's looking quite like that. He's got either third or fourth place. He's got a Champions League spot. He's just he's just done like such an exceptional job. and He's, he's definitely um, just exceeded expectation. Yeah, I think mm. he's he's very much worthy of an A. The only thing that probably what they could have done better is finish close to Liverpool, and that's that's hard. That's a hard thing to do. Next season, I'm sure, they'll be pushing for the title, or at least yeah. challenging for a closer Definitely. top. Definitely, I think uh, I think I would. I think I'd probably. I don't know. I'd, I'm I'm stuck between giving them a B plus or an A purely because of for one where they are in the table and how far Frank Lampard has come um, and how close he is to top three as well um, in the first season because he's only one point behind uh, Brendan Rodgers Leicester City who uh, is obviously a well-established manager in the Premier League and this is his first season in there which is which just seems crazy to me um, but I think I'll go with the. I think I'll I'll go with B plus with them. I think I think yeah. I think that's justified. Okay, and who's next? Crystal Palace. I am going to give Crystal Palace. I'm going to give them a B. I think that they have done really well with the season. This season with the players they have, um, they're not playing through Zaha as much. By the looks of it, he hasn't contributed as much as he did. You know, previous seasons, still an effective player, but guys like Jordan Ayew stepping up, uh, Milivojevic is still so crucial to them. Their defensive work has been great, and I think bringing in Gary Cahill has factored into that massively. Solid keeper in Geiser, Van and Holt's been playing well. I think, you know, there was a point in the season where they were at least pushing for the top half of the table, which I think does exceed their expectations, which is why I've given them a B. But overall, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm. I'm impressed with how well they've developed um, as a team. Roy Hodgson's done wonders for them. And yeah, B. I'll give him a B. Luke, anything to add? Um, I think it's, it's quite hard with Palace because you never really know what their targets are for the season because, let's be honest, they're not fighting relegation. Not really. Mm. Um, they're always, they've been for a few seasons now a mid-table side. I think it's probably about time next season to uh, take the next step which is, let's be honest, pushing for Europa League. They need to try and convince Zaha to stay and show, a bit like Arsenal have with Aubameyang, like they need to show ambition, they need to show the next step. Um, I think they made some good signings. I think I'm quite gutted, actually, that they got Cahill and we didn't, because I was quite happy with, yeah. with Gary Cahill. Um, yeah. I think grade-wise, it's, it's quite tricky. I think, I suppose they're on target. Roy Hodgson's done... Probably the job we didn't know that he was going to do. Uh, he's got a lot out of players you wouldn't really expect. I mean, Jordan Ayew, he used to be at Villa, didn't he? Before, well, yeah. The, uh, Jordan and Andrew, he was at Villa. Um, yeah, Villa. Yeah, and uh, he just, he didn't seem like anything particularly special. And he's almost on double digits for Palace now this season, which, I mean, maybe you want a few more goals, maybe about 15 at the, uh, the spot they're in. But 
He's a he's a yeah. hard grafting player, and you've got to give credit to Roy Hodgson for that. So I think maybe a C. I think they're on target. I think that'd be fair for me to say. Quickly, George, as you have the table up, uh, where are they sat, and how many? What's their like win loss ratio right now? So Crystal Palace are currently sat one space above Brighton in fourteenth place. Um, okay. They are. Uh, uh, GCSE Mass I've got a C clearly <laughs> um, they are six points above Brighton um, but they have won 11 games and lost 13 this season yeah, I, think, I think that's quite good what, what, yeah, what's your grade George? I mean they're just they're just a very I mean, they have brilliant players like Zaha and Ayu and stuff like that. And and they do have good players in there as well that just haven't been performing, like Benteke, who yeah. we know is a well-established Premier League player, but just recently really hasn't seemed like he's been pulling his weight no, um, not at, all. at the club. Um, and I think that might be one of the reasons why they just sat mid-table so often. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I think I think a C, possibly a D, because I mean they're not ever going to push for the Premier League trophy now, are they? But you know they could have maybe gone for some domestic trophies like the FA Cup or the uh, Carabao or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly try to bring in some silverware that way. But uh, okay, uh, swiftly moving on to the next team. Uh, Everton F <laughs> F be fair. A, be fair. no um, a D then I'd give them a D I think with the amount of money they put into that squad and what they're receiving uh, I've said this before but it's just these flashes of great football you'll get from Richarlison you'll get from Dominic Calvert-Lewin who stood out for them um, and uh, to be fair with you that's really it isn't it like that's all that comes to mind. They've they've not, you know, repaid the money that they've put into that squad through results. And I'm going to give them a D. That's all I have to say. I think I, th- I think I think that's fair. I think I would probably, I think I would probably give them a D as well. Because uh, was it the start of this season? It feels like it's been ages. But was it the start of this mm. season? They were in the relegation zone, and they bought yeah. Angelotti yeah. in, I, I, yeah. I think I think they have they have a lot of money, and I don't think they know how to spend it. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're yeah. just kind of like they're just going, oh, you know, we'll we'll bring Angelotti in and you know chuck a load of money his way and see if he can do that. And oh, you know, we'll buy this player for X amount and bloody blah, blah. Um, but yeah, no, they. I, I think. I think they're in a similar position to Arsenal, but Arsenal are dealing with it uh, a little well, bit better than Everton. So I think I'd give them, yeah, I think a D. Luke, um, I would say maybe D minus at the uh, at the very worst. Um, it's mm-hmm. sort of another sort of another club that they've done things this season, but things that are going to benefit them in the future, not things that have reflected what success they've achieved this season because a team like Everton let's be honest they need to be pushing they need to be sitting where Sheffield United Burnley currently are the 8th, ninth, yeah. or outside Europa League pushing that top 6 um, I think Ancelotti will eventually bring that that's, a, that's an incredible signing I mean before before Arsenal appointed Arteta and Everton appointed Ancelotti I'll be one of the first ones to say I had my doubts for Arteta and if I had the option I probably would have gone for Ancelotti and when mm. they came to the Emirates he really, he's really shown what he's done with that team I never particularly used to rate Dominic Calvert-Lewin but he's, uh, he's made him something quite special it's like something quite yeah. promising now um, Richardson like has been stand out since he signed for Watford yeah um, Richardson so yeah the season's been realistically been a bit of a failure, but they've got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, That's essential. Right, next club, please. Um, Luke, we'll start off with you with this one. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is Leicester City Football Club. A star. Yeah. A star. They're currently on yep. a bit of decline since the restart. Um, I hope Arsenal carry that on. 
on Tuesday. Um, but Rogers has been there since the start of the season, hasn't he? Am I right in saying that? I don't want to get anything wrong here. Uh, Who? Yes. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, he he's inherited a, a great squad. It's, it's such an exciting project, isn't it? They've got mm-hmm. Vardy, who's I mean, that's going to be very tricky to replace him. Uh, but he's a lethal goal scorer. He's now Centurion, isn't he? Yep. yep. He's um, done that to today or yesterday. James Madison, exciting prospect. Pereira at fullback. Ben Chilwell, who might be going to Chelsea, but. It's just, it's just money they can go and invest into the squad. They've got a lot of great players. And I think what I have to respect about Rodgers is he's kept quite a few of um, the Premier League winning teams players around. And it sort of instills that mentality on like the new players coming in of sort of, I guess they can help them going forward. They know what it's like. Granted, it's one season, but they know what it's like to sort of graft and you have how much you have to work and push to go to that next level. Mm. Um, and he's got them Champions League spot and it's a bit concerning because right now they could drop to Europa League it could even if things get really bad they may not even get Europe at all but right now it's it's an A star and I just hope to see him progress more and more each season yeah um, I'll keep mine short A star Brendan Rodgers continuously proving himself as a top manager probably most underrated in the world keeping in mind he's leaded two different he's about to lead two different Premier League teams to Champions League spots you know one with Liverpool now, possibly more more than likely, one with Leicester. Um, you you look at Sionchu that he's brought in to replace Maguire. I would say he's played better than Maguire. You know, um, really progressed as a leader. Just out of nowhere, signed him from the Bundesliga. I can't remember which team. Um, yeah, they, they put, plucked him out of mid-table Bundesliga and made him into a you know a top six star, like a team of the year candidate. And that should really be recognised. Sionchu mm-hmm. as a you know, a top player, Madison. I don't know about Madison this year. He's had he's had his moments. Um, he's had some great moments going forward um, for Leicester. Scored some good goals, but it's been on and off. Hopefully, he can find some consistency next season. Again, with, again with Vardy, actually, even his top scorer, he, these goals were his first in a while. I don't. I, I'm not sh- completely sure how long it's been, but it has been a, a long time. Um, Harvey Barnes has stood out, linking some big clubs as well. I really like Harvey Barnes. Um, and Didi, obviously, is another name. I could throw out names. Uh, Schmeichel, again, with a lot of great season, proper underrated keeper. I think can I start. Uh, for someone that has said, <laughs> oh, I'm going to keep that one short. That was considerably long. But, um, Sorry, George. Well, I'm just saying. Um, uh, no, well, you, you, I mean, how, how can I disagree with what everyone said? Tom's very short monologue there was... Um, <laughs> Just about summed it up, really, didn't it? Uh, a, yeah, A star. Uh, Brendan Rodgers is definitely very underrated, um, and I am excited to see what he can uh, do next season as well. Next step for Rodgers is that Premier League title. Mm. I mean, which, I think that's a big shout, but that's the next step in his career. Uh, yeah, which he can hands. push for because yeah. I, I, I was worried at one point actually that they were going to catch us when City started falling off mid-season because mm-hmm. they were looking lethal. To be yeah. honest, there was a point, wasn't there? Mm. I did right. get worried. Next team. Uh, the next team is uh, Liverpool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> 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 major failure. If anyone's going to give, if, if anyone's going to give Leicester an A star, um, oh, actually, to be fair, then I might be slightly controversial in this. Um, uh, yeah, A star won the title, went for what they wanted to do this year, Anthem, and he lost two games all year. Um, same players consistently playing well. I have nothing to say other than that, really. Premier League champions, well done, congrats. Luke, what's your controversial take? As you um, are we, is this so focused on just the Premier League performance? Um, yeah, I would say so, yeah. Okay, I'm just going to grab that, yeah, A-star. A-star. Champions League was obviously a bit of a disappointment, which I'm, I imagine you're trying to bring in. Uh, I wanted to actually more focus on the domestic trophies and how I think maybe Klopp disrespects them a little bit. And granted, I know it's been... It's your first trophy, it's your first Premier League trophy, you've been waiting 30 years. I just think perhaps you didn't like, for example, need to field some of the teams that you did. It almost seemed a bit disrespectful, but... Mm. Well, with the, ultimately, with the Carabao... Ultimately, he's done an exceptional job. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's just, but ultimately clubs favour different things for different reasons depending on mm-hmm. where they're at. And uh, ultimately, yeah. yeah, in terms of your league performance in a style, you've lost twice. And one was when you were pretty much hung over from winning the league anyway. So the <laughs> <laughs> other was Ismaili Saar having a great day. So Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't know who Saar is. He's back in my mind. Yeah, well, no, he's got a statue outside every stadium in the league. <laughs> Okay, um, George, do you do you disagree with an A star? Um, of course not. Why? Why would I disagree with it? I mean, first title in thirty years, um, dominant really throughout the Premier League. Um, made other teams look silly, really. To be quite honest, yeah. um, no, cannot disagree with that. Can you, A star? Yeah, cool. Is Manchester City? Um, um, I'm gonna give them. Oh, okay, I give them a, a B plus, A minus. They've they've been as good as they always are, um, but their defence has let them down again. There's so many defensive inconsistencies that has let down what was possibly one of the most perfect looking attacking forces in world football. Mm. Uh, if you look at their defeat uh, the day we were recording this they play Southampton I believe it was another Edison mistake am I wrong? I mean it wasn't an, well uh, he obviously he's playing the he's playing the sweeper keeper role yeah so uh, he was quite far off his line shall we say and the uh, striker had taken his opportunity to shoot mm. and scored from it so it's just um, their their left back options right now is a poor. I heard Tinchenko had a bad game today. Hasn't been great all season, mostly because he's not even a left back. Um, Centre backs they can't rely on John Stones anymore. They have to play Fernandinho there because Pep doesn't trust him. Um, they, they've brought in um, they've brought in Eric Garcia now, haven't they? As well, yeah, it says a lot. I mean, the thing is with Liverpool is they have that consistent defence where. You know, at least three of the four players are going to be playing in the first team every week. That centre-back option is still kind of between Matip and Gomez and sometimes Lovren. But you have those three players that are always going to be there. (laughs) Who's that? Who? Who? So, yeah, defence has them down. De Bruyne, possibly player of the year. We'll see. B-plus, A-minus. Luke? Um, I'm going to be quite harsh on this. Hey. Um, I'm going to give them a D. (laughs) Oh, a D? Yeah. Oh my god. You think they're in the relegation zone? The squad that <laughs> who's put together, the money they've spent, and the standards that City have mm. is an absolute failure that they're more than 20 points off the league leaders. That is just, I don't think that's at all justifiable. Injuries or not, the depth that they have, like the fact their bench is better than most Premier League teams starting 11 is awful. Yeah. I think it's an absolute failure. The only good thing about this season, Phil Phones progressed and they've got Champions League football. Well, provided they get Champions League football. They won't. I don't think they will. I think they can lose it's their dodgy, haven't they, with their money? They've been, yeah, I was going to say, they've been I a bit naughty. So, yeah, so it's uh, an absolute failure. Maybe you're right, Luke. Maybe uh, we're being optimistic. Premier League-wise, anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. Man United, I think it is. I'm going to give Man United a... Um, I would say I'm going to give them a, a B plus. I think. Uh, I think that's generous. Okay. Again, it's one of those teams where, like, because they're still pushing for Champions League, so the expectations were that precisely. And in that sense, I feel like they have done well with the the players they have. I think Oli has cemented himself as a good manager, which I doubted for a while. I think he is. I think he is the right man to have there, the former player who knows how to win. Who knows how to motivate players individually? You know, bringing youth players through. I think, I think of McTominay, I really like. I think he commands that midfield really well. Uh, Greenwood, really good. Rashford's been, you know, on and off. Uh, Martial's been really good. Uh, defensively, again, it's just poor, really. But the expectation is a bit, it's a bit blurred with that. So I'm giving them a B plus for the fact that they're still fighting. They're still going for Champions League and. Bruno Fernandes come in, special player, something to build around. Hope, hope's there. 
And as long as they have mm. that, I think they're going to be fine for the next few years. Please take it away. Yeah, there's, there's, I agree with a couple of things, but I don't, I don't think I could give them any higher than, I don't think I can give them any higher than a C, really, just because they, they must be, they're very inconsistent. I think they'll, they'll, they'll win a load of games, and everyone will love uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Solskjaer? Solskjaer. Solskjaer. And um, and then they'll lose a couple, and then everyone will hate him, and they'll want him out of the club, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. But um, no, as you said, they do have they have a special player in Bruno Fernandez who uh, is probably going to tear up the league. To be honest, I, I think he's going to be uh, trouble. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's been I think it's been a fairly it's a fairly average season for them, really. I think that's where they kind of set out to be and that's where they are now. But nothing's concrete because the teams that are behind them at the moment are also playing very well. But they have made yeah. a good start to the 2020 restart anyway. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Luke? I think um, it seems almost harsh in a sense to give Lampard an A and Oli a C. I think the only difference between them is uh, Oli got a window and Lamps didn't. Yeah. Um, he's still two points behind, uh, but they're, they're about where they want to be. They're pushing for that Champions League place. Um, they're obviously going to prefer to actually be in the top four rather than ride it out in fifth place and potentially not get Champions League football. Um, I think a C's, C minus, I think C minus is probably about as good as it gets. They've, um, again, another team unearthing good talent. Assigned Bruno Fernandes, who's just just carrying that squad. Not that it makes such a difference. Um, so yeah, I think I think Seamus is fair. They're, they're on course to Champions League football. About what I think we're going to change mine. Yeah, I think I'm going to change mine to a B B minus. I think I might be a bit optimistic. Uh, yeah, they've done they've done okay. <laughs> uh, George, next. Uh, the next club is uh, Newcastle. Two. Okay. I'm going to give, I'm going to give them a B minus. I think the fact that they've stayed away from the relegation zone mostly is a success, and they have a lot to build on. They they've proved they have a lot to build on. They they they've struggled up front. Um, Joe Linton has been very poor. Two goals in 32 games, I think it is. And Dwight Gale's matched that in the last two games he's played in the Premier League, which is you know a bit worrying. Um, but they've got great midfield pieces. Saint Maximum Almiron really promising. Isaac Hayden really underrated. John Joe Shelby next to him as well. Um, I feel like this this investment is going to be if it goes through. You know, one of the biggest sport. Uh, you know moments in history because this isn't this isn't the same as Man City it's um, you know this is bigger this is probably three times the size of City in terms of financial investment so that is going to be weighing over them for next season this season without that I think they've been fine but there could be a big change coming for Newcastle yeah I think I think I, th- I mean I think I can agree oh. with that I think uh I think they're in a very similar place to I think they're in a very similar place to Crystal Palace really where we know that they're not going to win the prem but they should probably be pushing for something else and yeah. haven't um probably because of the lack of goal scorers as you said like Joel Linton who they bought in and just hasn't done a lot um but I think I think it's I think it's maybe like a C would probably suffice with Newcastle for me. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like how many games are left in the season? Six now mm-hmm. at the time of recording this. And they're at, they've, they've got 43 points and Burnley have got 46. So they're only one win away from the top half of the table, really. So yeah. we'll have to see how that goes. But uh, you got anything to add, Luke? I think is a fair grade. They've they're on target, really, aren't they? They finished mid table. Mm. Um, they haven't. I mean, there was a bit of a fight at one point. It wasn't there down there, but they've uh, they've come away from that. Saint Maximin looks class, doesn't he? 
just yeah. so silky mm. on the ball. Look, he's insane. Yeah. He's a stand-up player there for a reason. Um, but, yeah, and until the takeover um, officially is announced, if it does get done, um, they're currently at the standards they should be. They've, uh, they've, mm. done, they've done well. They do need to focus on investment because, yeah, Joel Linton was just... Oh, that's a big one. That's yeah. a big one. You can't be having a striker in a premiership with two goals. I mean, Che Adams got his first today. Yeah, he's... Great he's, one, uh, mind. Yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah, but, that's um, it's questionable. I will say quickly, uh, kudos to Steve Bruce, who has already done better than Benny has did last season with, you know, the lack of that striker. It Mm. is impressive. You know, he he has proven himself as a Premier League manager. And I do like him a lot. What a legend. Right, who's next? Um, Oh, yeah, just quickly. uh, Mbappe to Newcastle as well. That's going to happen with this takeover. Um, Norwich. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> l- l- let's just make this brief. Uh, F. 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 Um, you want to say? You want to say F? Wow. No investment into the squad. Striker has not shown up. Good youth players. All going to move. All going to leave. Championship next season. F. I mean, obviously, obviously, the championship is. Uh, it is calling Norwich at the moment, but um, uh, one of the, one of the things that I've that I've picked up on anyway from you know from from watching their games and listening to the commentary and stuff like that is they they've they haven't well a lot like Sheffield United really but they haven't changed their style of football coming from from the Championship and mm. th- they do play some nice football actually when when they're on the game I mean they took the game to City. Um, when they when they won three two didn't they? Yeah. They, were, they were playing mm-hmm. some, some fantastic football, but I, I think that's where it peaked really. Yeah. <laughs> in their in their Premier League run, so uh, oh yeah, we're not allowed to give E's, are we? So it's going to have <laughs> to be a D minus from me. Okay. No, it's, no, it's an F. Um, sorry, it's an F. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- their goal surely was to come up and stay up and they haven't so being as blunt as that sounds that's, that's a failure mm-hmm. yeah yeah. it's not like they're close to staying up either they're six no. points behind 19th place Bournemouth they're, they're done that's, that's, that's a failure I think the difference with them and, uh, and Sheffield United is Sheffield and I did reinvest very well in McBurney and Mousset and Sanderberg and holding on and holding on to Dean Anderson was big so that's the, the, the point is that Norwich didn't reinvest and it's let them down. So, F, yeah. 20th in the table, going championship, that's, that's that really. Um, the, <laughs> 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 who owns Norwich? It's Delia Smith, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking, where are you? Where, where are you? On the league, Let's be out of you. <laughs> um, Sheffield United is the next club. Oh, hey. They bloody star, man. A star. It has to what be a, a team. star. It has to a, be star. a star. Just you wait for them to be relegated next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be 18 <laughs> next season, but uh, I mean, we'll look back at this season and say, yeah, um, magnificent team, Incredible. great system. It's just that defence actually is their first line of, of attack almost. They they lead the team forward, and then you know you've got great pieces in the field. And Moussa's shown up randomly after possibly, you know, Shoddy's call at Bournemouth. Bournemouth yeah. mm. Chris Wilder's given him a kick up the bum, scored goals. McBurney's been so, so important to them. Um, they have leaders all across the field. Billy Sharp, Phil Jagielka, um, Chris Basham, Dean Henderson, all, you know, I could talk, I could list all the names. They, they all seem like captains to me, which is so important to uh, integrating a great team. And, um, yeah, European spot for a new championship side is great. So a star. They did get a. Uh, they did get quite a um, hefty investment, didn't they, from the um, Bin Laden family? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Sheffield United in the blades. Yeah, um, a lot of. Uh, there's a lot to talk about that, wasn't it? Uh, just, yeah. just ignore that, you know. <laughs> yeah. <just> the <laughs> there's always there's always that middle child, isn't there, that has to ruin things for everyone. But yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll go with the A star. Um the next 
<laughs> the next club is uh, Southampton. Oh, um, difficult one. I'll let I'll let one of yeah I'll let when you start up in kind of going off. Luke, do you want to start or am yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Southampton are a bit of a topsy turvy team, aren't they? Mm. I mean, for so long I thought they were just they were gone. Um, that nine nil to Leicester, I think, is actually what woke them up. Ralph Hasselhutl, or have you say his name? Hasselhutl! Sorry, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut, I'll cut, I'll cut that bit. Please don't. Leave that, that's fine. <laughs> Go on, Luke. He's, um, he's done quite a good job, let's be honest, with what he's got. He's, uh, he's kept them up. Um, he's got Danny Ings for 20 million, which at the time didn't seem... which seemed quite like a lot, but uh, he's on course to be one of the top scorers for the season. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, they're not a club currently showing any higher ambition than mid-table. And they're there. So, yeah, I think a sees a fair grade on target. I think I'd probably go with a... I think I'd go with a C-plus, actually, just purely on where they were in the table and where they've come up to. It seems like they've had a massive turnaround, a massive kick in the arse. Um, and... Can I say arse? Oh, well, we're going with it anyway. Um, <laughs> I'll earn any money from this. <laughs> you were expecting money. Um, <laughs> it's one of you. All one listen. Um, no, yeah, I think I think a C plus is the way to go. I think um, I think Hasehudul is a uh, is going <laughs> is uh, is going to be at the club for a long time, and he seems like a brilliant manager that could push them further than mid-table I don't have a lot to say really I, I, I see great teams fine where are they in the league uh, they are 13th. 13th that's pretty good I mean they had a sh- really really bad season last year they bounced back and they've got what most teams are probably dreaming for right now which is that 20 goal a season striker in Danny Ings and it's rare to come by and they did get lucky with it, I think. They're lucky to have Danny Ings on form, fit. And mm. it has been their miracle. Um, you know, the fact if they can hold on to him, that'd be great. Ralph Hassenhutl, clearly, you know, Sorry, has a talisman. Ralph Hassenhutl <laughs> clearly has a talisman. Um, and, yeah, positives. Positives, negatives, seems fine for them. Um, the next club is uh, Spurs. I'll go last. <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. I'm going to give them... Ooh. Ooh. It's, diff- it's difficult. I'm going to give them a D. They've been a shambles this year. Even, even though they're pushing Champions League. They are not. I don't think they're well equipped for Champions League right now. If they were to go into, if they were go to, if they were to go to the new Camp this season with that team, they would get absolutely torn apart. They would. They they would. I I think Harry Kane has been injured this year. It benefit of the doubt, but obviously they've struggled a bit without him. They have positives. They have Bergwijn, Son, Mora, all great players, but that defence is embarrassing. Eric Dyer. It's fine, but you can't rely on him. You can't, like, David Sanchez, he's fine. You, just, you can't rely on him as your, your starting option. And now they're looking at Tanganga, you know, as a consistent starter. And he is good, but they just need someone solid. And the fact that they've had to change manager this season to Mourinho has been a bit of a mess. And he hasn't even done that great himself. I think it's been a season to forget, especially if they don't make Europe, which, by the looks of things... It might be a, a hard ask. I don't know what their upcoming pictures are like, but Chelsea looks strong. Or London Derby soon. Well, I mean, it's first of all, it doesn't mean much to them, but, you know. Um, yeah. I'll give them a D. I think it seems to forget. I think, uh, I think I'd agree. I, there, there is a lot to work on 
in the club, especially from, especially from you know the high that they came from. I mean, granted, they didn't actually win two of the games that they should have won to get through to the Champions League final. No, but you know, after you know, after such a high like that, and granted, they did obviously they did lose the final, which is a blow. But they've got so far, so you would have thought that some of the confidence would have carried on during the season. But it just even under Pochettino, it just seemed to flop. Everywhere. Yeah, uh, I think I think they they definitely need to invest in uh, their defence. Right, cool. Um, my my view on Spurs. Oh um, yeah, this is going to go absolute failure, absolute <laughs> horrendous <laughs> failure. I suppose he sport a team of bottle jobs, and only they could do worse than us. Yeah, four points points in the league, knocked out by a bottom of the league in the FA Cup. Sacks probably their best manager in years to replace them with one who's adequate now at club level at best. Oof, isn't he? He's, he's, he's at club level. Mourinho's not what he used to be. He's not got we, a fear factor anymore. Have we seen him at international level? He should. He should have gone to England. It's when, where yeah, he needs to go now. I think. I think his international football would be mm. better for him. Um, so yeah, uh, great advice. I would probably give it an F. I think the caliber that Pochettino got them to, they should be in mm. Champions League place. They were better than us, and well, they're not at the minute. Uh, so uh, 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 I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't agree with them sacking Pochettino. Really, I mean, it might have been. I can, I could, I could possibly see why they done it. Maybe they thought that the football was just getting tired and not working anymore for them, or they didn't think it was progressing any further. So they thought a change mm. would would make it better. But um, no, I, I don't agree with it. And obviously. Mourinho's come in with quite a, with quite a big task, and uh, I don't think he's stepped up to it yet. No, as for should. me, the issue is they never recovered from the Champions League final. No. They never got over it. No, no, that's what sort of yeah. bring them down. So, Agreed. Daniel, yeah. yeah, I think Daniel Levy's quite impatient as well. He just doesn't. He's just not. It's just I don't think he'd been a great owner to Spurs overall. Doesn't invest enough in the actual team. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a nice stadium, but mm-hmm. not the place right. to go with it. Yeah. Right. Um, moving on. Yeah. the The next club is the, uh, it's a club I've never actually heard of before. It's Watford. Mm-hmm. Can't, <laughs> can't say I've heard of this one. Unfortunately. Um, I would give Watford. Oh, I don't know. They're still in relegations, aren't they? Um, yeah. No, no, they're not. Well, they're they're, 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 they're yeah, off it. I don't have a lot to say. D, um haven't really done anything significant this season, and they deserve to be where they are. They've got good player as many as are, um, but nah, I can't really give anything on Watford. I feel like they've just been sailing the whole time. That's it, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think did I give them a grade? Yeah, D, D. Um, I think, I think I'd probably, I think I think a D is is reasonable. Um, I think Nigel Pearson kind of is is kind of taking on a bit of an impossible job and almost succeeding at it, which seems a bit crazy to me. Um, but uh, I mean, for a Watford side that should probably be mid table now, uh, one point above relegation, I think. I think a D is, uh, I think a D is the way to go <laughs> with Watford. Mm. <laughs> I agree. The D is definitely the one for Watford. Yeah. Okay. Next team. Sorry. No. Hang, hang on, Luke. <laughs> Luke hasn't done his one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it brief, Luke. Uh, yeah. No. I'll just sort of echo the sentiments. I think a D is a fair grade. They're standout. Right. Done. Next team. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that the standout achievements being Liverpool 3 0. Who? What? What? <laughs> what? But the one thing you I would say FIFA? though is if they would get. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Pearson keeps them up, that, that D could go as high as an A. 
for the job he's done there. What an incredible achievement that would be. For that D to go that high, it would be impressive, yeah. (laughs) Sorry? (laughs) I was just saying, though, if the D was to go that high, it would be very impressive. Oh, I see. Moving on. Yeah. See, maybe. Oh, help. Um... We have uh, t- uh, Tom's favourite club, uh, West Ham United. F. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. Genuinely embarrassing season. You look at that team on paper, they're one of the best out of the top six. Where are they? About to go down to the championship. That's Just a big top six. Really. Graham Sooner said that today. So I'm just reiterating. That's, that's not even... That's not a valid opinion. Okay, okay. ignoring Graham Souness, I would say it's one of the, one of the better teams. Now, I give West Ham an F because they've their owners are poor. They have chosen a poor manager who's not equipped for the Premier League, and he's proven that the first time was at West Ham anyway. Um, big signings have not shown up. Um, Declan Rice is good. That's a good sign, but that won't last long as he will move to another club very quickly. Chad Bowen's another standout, but the team that they have, the money that they've spent, it's actually the worst in terms of investment compared to results. So, West Ham getting F from me. Luke? I think West Ham are another team that you, you never really know where they're pushing. They've been no. quite, they've been sort of comfortable in mid table for a couple of years. Um, I think still one of the worst things they ever did was go to the. Uh, the Olympic Stadium. Mm. Yeah. I think that was a I agree. Horrendous idea. Uh, I think you're a bit harsh on Moyes not being fit for the Premier League because when you reflect on the job he did with Everton, it was exceptional. And the reason at the time, although he didn't work out, there was a reason Manchester United pushed for him. Yeah, that's true. Um, but with that said, uh, it's, it's been a bit of a failure. Like, they, they might go down. No, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's just a, a joke over there, in my opinion. The size of the club they are. The ownership is it's, uh, it's not great, I think. Yeah. And it's probably an F right now, isn't it? it, it it's a certified F if they go down. <laughs> <laughs> George? I mean, it can't it can't be any it can't be any more or less than an F, can it really? No. Uh, I mean you can't be you can't be that big of a club and be that close to the relegation zone like that like if if Everton were there I'd I'd Mm -hmm. be I'd be saying the exact same thing because that is where they were at the start of the season yeah Um, but yeah you know as Luke said moving from Upton Park to the Olympic Stadium was I think that was a mistake I mean I can understand why they'd want to move. It's a, it's a good. It's, it was probably a good investment at the time. More seats, more fans, mm-hmm. more money for them. But none, none of the fans. I say none of them. A lot of them see the stadium as uh, as an Olympic stadium, other than a fo- uh, rather than a football stadium. Sorry. Yeah. Um, which which is fair. It's not home. You know, it's an it's an it's an investment by rich owners to to merchandise the club as a big club, and it is the to, to compare it to real life. It's uh, the small man syndrome, little boy syndrome, or whatever it's bloody called. You know, it's like the the, the small club trying to act like the big club. In my opinion, it's Where, it's quite similar, isn't it, to when Arsenal moved from Highbury. It's just the caliber of clubs at the time and how that's reflecting on the league. So obviously, yeah. Optum um, going to the Olympic Stadium was like going to the Emirates in the sense that they were meant to compete for bigger and better things. It just hasn't worked out. It's the only no. difference is Arsenal were just a better team when they moved compared to when West Ham did. That's why they're better off in the league. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, West um, West Ham have a lot of work to do, and it begins from the very top. It begins with the ownership. And Karen it begins Brady needs to work its way down, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a club that has uh, potential to be that big club, but it's just never been there, and it's it's an internal problem. It's it's something that has been attached to that club for as long as we've been watching football and beyond. Sadly, mm-hmm. good academy that they all sell, all those players go, and you know nothing to show for it. Yes. And 
Are we on our final club? We are on to our final club, which is Wolverhampton Wanderers. I'll give them an A. Sorry, I'll I, wanted give them to go an a. To, I wanted to go to Luke first. Luke can begin. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to on, round Luke. it off, uh, I think War was uh, more than worthy of an A. Um, I don't really know what more they could have done for an A-star. I guess maybe just been a bit more comfortable moving towards a Champions League place. I think compared to other recently promoted teams, they already had a massive investment behind them. So expectations were already higher. Yeah. Um, but I think even by the standards that were set for Wolves, it's a, it's a really successful season. I think yeah. A is a fair grade. To progress from where they were last season and how well they did last season as well is, um, is great. The, their push for Champions League, uh, Abdul Macharoy and Raheem have, have um, you know, been in the spotlight. There's another player they have that's done really well this season. I forgot his name. It's the young winger that they bought in quite recently. Yeah, Luke, you might know. No, it's the young. It's a young winger. Oh, Neto. Do you have any idea? Yeah, Pedro Neto. I think, oh, I think yes. Pedro Neto is a really good player. He's done quite well with the chances being given, um, and it's a system works well. Connor Cody again being a good captain. You know, Liverpool, what do you expect? You know, Liverpool products, we've got a full of them, mate. But <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> no, a, a good way. grade. <laughs> Go on, George. Final um, take. Yeah, I, I think I agree with the A. Um, there was a lot of talk from a lot of people that said that they might struggle with rotation mm. of players uh, being in the Europa League. Um as well as the Premier League, but they have definitely, it looks like they've definitely kept on top of it um, very well. I'm pretty sure they are still in the Europa League as well, in the round of 16, I think, aren't they? Yeah, they're still going. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, an, an incredible achievement from from them um, to be where they are in the league, still pushing for those Champions League places and still being in the Europa League in the you know, in what is this? Their second season in the Premier League now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. It's... Very, very good. Definitely a worthy. Yeah. Well, we are we are done. We have completed the the list, and we have completed our first pod, first podcast. So thank you for listening. If you yeah. have got this far, the next episode we will be answering Q and A questions. Hopefully, we'll get a bunch in, and we can just waffle. We can just go on and go on and you know hopefully keep these podcasts going for a little while so i say goodbye hopefully yes uh goodbye everyone thank you for tuning in yeah thank you very much adios